I think fear of failure is a big motivator. Yeah. If, you're, if, you, if you have your heart into the project, you're going to fear not making just what you said. Dave. Yeah. There's some people in the world that don't have that fear. And I think we go through some of them every now and then. I think we've had a couple out on our project that just yeah. they don't have that. And that's kind of been my motto since I started, you know. I want it, everybody wants to do good. Everybody wants to have a good reputation. Everybody wants to make the money. Yeah. But that fear of failure is a motivator. Hey there, and welcome everyone to Peak Performance Unleashed, the DeAngelis Diamond Experience. Dave Diamond here, co-founder at DeAngelis Diamond, and I'm with your awesome co-host, our CIO, Brett Diamond. Through this podcast, we hope you enjoy the experience of meeting the inspiring people we work with and the incredible projects they are building. DeAngelis Diamond, well, we're an innovative, award-winning national construction management firm, and we're on a mission. Inspired by the belief that we exist to develop authentic relationships and have a positive influence on everyone we meet. We are headquartered in Naples, Florida, with offices in Nashville, Detroit, Sarasota, Birmingham, and Fort Myers. Our motto? It's the honor to build. Because every day we have the honor to be in this worthy profession, building innovative and complex projects, and making a difference in people's lives, doing what we love. And also, because we are humbled and honored by the faith that our clients place in us to accomplish a great task on their behalf to build their dreams. So thanks for listening and for joining us on our journey. And God bless. On this episode of Peak Performance Unleashed, we'll dig deep into the Arthrex project, D'Angelo's Diamond's largest project to date, as we hear from its top leaders, Eric Bracken joined D'Angelo's Diamond in 2012 and currently serves as senior PM, with Doug Young serving as senior superintendent. Doug recently celebrated his 10th year anniversary with D'Angelo's Diamond. Together, Doug and Eric have combined 54 years of construction experience and continue to prove such experience as they lead Arthrex to a successful completion. Eric, Doug, welcome to the show. Yeah. Hey guys, um, welcome. Glad you're here. Thank you. Thanks. It's a good interview. And it's, um, to start it off, we have something casual where it's actually just a lightning round before we get into the professional talk, if you will, but lighting around is quick questions. Feel free to answer first or second, whatever you want to do it, um, but there's five of them. So if you, have, if you had access to a time machine, what time would you go back to or forward to in the world? Uh, I'd say for me, the late 1800s. What's that? What is that? What would it be? It's just like, you know, after the Civil War yeah. and the Industrial Revolution, yeah. just kind of that. Like a yeah. Wild West guy or something, or what? what this makes is like when that there were the oil and the yeah, trains. Yeah, I just think there stuff. was a lot of lot of changes going on in the world at that time, and it seems like it'd be an interesting yeah. time to live. But where would you go? Because you wouldn't want to be South well, Florida, is Newark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you don't get too far north, too far south, somewhere in the middle. Right. So. That was awesome. What about you, Doug? I think I'd go back to the '60s. To tell you the truth. Nice. Oh, that's there cool. you go. Yeah. Were you happy? What did you do? I'll let you know when we get back. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. So, uh, professional or college football? College. 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 Who do you cheer for, Eric? Auburn University. Oh, I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure we're on the same page here. We're not Auburn fans. I'm just making sure we knew Eric already was. So that's a trick question there. In college for you too? Yeah. What's your team? University of Florida. There you go. You're on number one. You're going to play this year, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, at Florida. I heard you say you're going to the game. <laughs> Are you? That's going to be a good game. Where, where's the game at? At Florida. At Florida? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. That's going to be awesome. All right. So, um, all right. If you had a superpower, you have either the option to have invisibility or a super strength. 
would you take? I want to be invisible. invisible. <laughs> I'm with you. That's, I like that's that amazing. Uh-huh. amazing. So many different things you could do with that. Um, all right. If appropriate, nickname that you had when you were growing up by your friends. Like, what would your friends call you? Younger. Younger? Younger, yeah. There you go. It's pretty simple. Yep, yeah. <laughs> uh, meathead. Meathead. <laughs> nice. Well, you have a new nickname here at the office yeah, now. Thank you. Wait a minute. And, and why? I, why? I, Do you know I why? I couldn't tell you why. <laughs> Somebody called me that one day. And stuck. stuck. For some reason, the next thing I know, you know, 10 years later, yeah. people still call me that. That's amazing. That, yeah. You know, that comes from, like, uh, Archie Bunker show. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, that yeah, I've heard the term. I didn't know what it's from. It was, that's why he called his son-in-law. Yep. And then uh, last one. This one's just a silly question, but uh, if you can guess how many windows there are in New York City, what would your guess be? <laughs> I'm going two billion. Two, that was quick. He's like, I've counted this before. This is easy. <laughs> like he knew it. <laughs> how many windows are in New York City? How many windows? I'm going to... Double your okay, double it. There we go. Oh, I don't have an answer, so it's just good guesses. <laughs> People, well, it's like there's know. no prize or anything. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'll tell, I'll Google it later. Figure. No, when we were looking this up, well, I, started, I, I take the credit for this dumb question, but it was. It was seeing how people thought about it. You know, they, they think car windows and retail windows or just residential windows, and they were doing calculations from how many people are in the city, how many windows per apartment. Jeez. But yeah. it's like one of those interview questions you get when you interview with one of the how do you think about things, things. like yeah. how do you analyze something yeah. like when you go well there's eight million people yeah. if there's two windows per person yeah. you know for houses Google and they also interviews. have an office yes yeah, like <laughs> trying yeah. to figure out how you analyze we yeah. didn't analyze it anywhere near that yeah, yeah. You, it is, <laughs> it, there's no I don't know how you figure out the right answer for that it's there's like, too many ifs there was a question that I was asked similar to that uh, way back at, before I started this company and the, the guy asked us this he says. If you could be 90% accurate with this answer, what would your guess be of how many movie theaters in Russia? You know, and give me a range. You can do a range that you think you would be 90% accurate with that range. And it was a test to see about your negotiating skills. And he goes, well, you could go zero to a million. I'm pretty, I think I'm 90% accurate with that because I didn't tell you you had a limit. It's not like that you had to go from 100 to 200 or That's something. That's true. And you're like, and you're trying to think maybe it's zero because they're not allowed mm-hmm. to have theaters there or something, yeah. or maybe you know how many people. Yeah. So, anyways, it's, it's kind of a trick question it is, in yeah. negotiating skills mm-hmm. and tries to help you to negotiate a different way and sure. setting in anchor numbers and stuff. Questions like that. always stump me. So, all right, we'll jump into the more professional realm here. But um, well, let's ask yeah. them first. Um, those were kind of uh, speed round questions. Yeah. But let's yeah. ask some personal questions. All right. Get personal second. with y'all. So, Doug, um, uh, yeah, we just want to get to know you guys first. Then we'll talk about your project. You have an yeah. amazing project you're working on. But before we get there, tell us, where did you grow up? And um, what did you think you wanted to be growing up? What was, you know? I grew up 30 miles outside of Philadelphia, southeastern Pennsylvania. Awesome. And when I, what I wanted to be when I grow up, I'll let you know when I grow up. This is why I went back to the 60s so I can figure it out. There you go. You figured me out. <laughs> Okay. And how'd you end up at Daniel's Diamond? Um, Jason Sane and Reggie Morgan. Oh, yeah. When they came over, I was doing nice. the hospital on Collier Boulevard. Eric and I both were doing that hospital. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we were together on that one. Nice. And then Reggie, after like a year or so, he kept trying to con me into coming over and con me into <laughs> What was the place behind the mall, Coconut Point Mall? Oh, yeah. Those condos. Rapallo? Yeah, no, the other one. Oh, um, The hook into the mall. Oh, so he invited okay. me up there and... It was condos, and I could yeah. just see it was at the finishing stages. 
And the last time I'd done a condo was in Fort Lauderdale in like 1980. <laughs> and I just despised them. And I told Reggie, I'm like, you don't even have to buy me lunch. I'm not coming to build condos. <laughs> That's awesome. Eventually got you, though. Eventually got you in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was 10 years ago. You, you've celebrated 10 years with mm-hmm. our company, right? April oh, was 10 awesome. years. Yeah. Congrats. And when you celebrate 10 years at Dan's Diamond, you get like a pen, I think, or something. Yeah, I got years. a nice little sticker from <laughs> a hard <laughs> nice little pen. Yeah. Paper's going all out. Yeah. I told yeah. Reggie, I said, yeah. wow, I bet you got your wife something really, really nice for 10 years, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> didn't work. Get to work 11th year, yeah, that's what yeah. you did. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. What about what you, Eric? Yeah. Where'd you grow up, and what do you think you wanted to be? Southeast Alabama. And uh, so when I was a kid, I wanted to be a farmer, but I figured out that you can't make any money being a farmer. (laughs) Um, But I always enjoyed building things, so that's kind of how I ended up in construction. Were your parents farmers, or or you just just liked seeing them? Yeah, I've always liked working out in the yard. That's cool. Yeah. Growing things. Yeah, be a meathead. Yeah. 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 You've been here seven and a half-ish years? That's right. Nice. Seven and a half. Nice. I did my research before. I had to know that one. I didn't just yeah. memorize it. <laughs> you know Getting that, any credit. But you don't know how many wins are in New York. I, yeah, yeah. I didn't do that much research. So. You should um, be able to Google that. I, I, well, the Google was the question. That's where the question came from. Google was everything except yeah, that, huh? Except for that. That's the one stump. You know? So you know anybody that's listening to this now is Googling why they're Oh, they're all, yeah. They're, they're all going to prove us wrong. These are morons. There's whatever. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. What about um, what about you guys' hobbies or interests? I know you like building all the time and working here, <laughs> but when you're you're not enjoying loving what you do every day here, what else do you like doing? I like to ride my motorcycles when I'm home. Oh man, another motorcycle! Every, guy. We've had three for dog. three. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's everyone loves motorcycles. What kind of bike you got? I got an O2 Fat Boy. Oh yeah. Slammed to the ground with eight hangers on it, and I got an O4 oh, Road King Classic. We should have a bike club. Bikes, yeah. We should have a bike club with all the people here. We should have, we have an intern that has a bike too. That's right. Yeah. 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 Blake Holloway just bought it. Yeah, that's who. That's who brought it by. Yep. yep. Heard that thing coming down a mile away. <laughs> so loud. Is he on your job, Blake? Yes, he is. Yeah. Okay. There we go. So. I asked him before we go. He says, "It's a little too hot to ride, isn't it?" Oh no. Yeah. When you take off, it cools right down. I was like, "When you stop, it heats right back." Yeah. <laughs> well, the young guys. Uh-huh. Exactly. What, what about you, Eric? Uh, I like to kayak and fish and yeah. uh, cycling. Nice. You know, they're boys a lot. I see that on Facebook all the time. Camping and kayak with the boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yep. I like to spend a lot of time outdoors. That's cool. Anytime I can get the kids out there with me. It's yeah. A good time. That's you, awesome. You, you fish in the kayak? Dude, uh, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, because then you get a big fish and it just pulls you around. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. Kayak. Well, well, that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's funny. To get a gator, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Okay, so while Eric and Doug, you guys are leading the construction of an impressive, innovative, and complex project, Arthrex New World Headquarters, which is the largest project in Southwest Florida with a construction value of over $200 million. And Arthrex has been a client of Daniel's Diamond for almost 20 years. John and I met Reinhold Smelting a little over 20 years ago, and we were honored to be selected to build as current headquarters in 2001 and have since completed 10 projects for Arthrex. I'd like to share now with our listeners about the company Arthrex because it's an incredible company with an inspiring founder. Arthrex was founded by Reinhold Smelting 38 years ago in 1981 in Germany and is a privately held company without investors. 
Arthrex is a global medical device company and leader and has pioneered the field of arthroscopy and sports medicine. Their mission is helping surgeons treat their patients better. Arthrex has over 3,000 employees and develops over 8,500 products, 90% which are designed, tested, and manufactured in the United States. They're headquartered in Naples, Florida, with locations in Santa Barbara, California, South Carolina, Munich, Germany, and throughout Europe, Asia Pacific, the Middle East, Africa, and Latin America. Now, this new world headquarter project that you guys are leading the construction on includes a two-story wellness center, which includes medical facilities, fitness, and wellness for employees, their families, and hotel guests, a four-story innovation hotel that serves as a medical education destination for visiting surgeons who fly in from around the world to receive hands-on surgical skills training and medical education and how to use Arthrex's new devices, instruments, and techniques, and a six-story office complex and event center with auditorium and a 1,400-car parking garage. It's an honor for us to be selected as Arthrex's builder. Eric, tell us more about this impressive project. Yeah, sure. So uh, there's three separate buildings. Uh, the office building and parking garage is a combined just over a million square feet. So uh, parking garage is around 600,000, and the office building portion is uh, a little over 300,000. Six stories. Yeah, six stories. Um, so parking garage has approximately 1,400 spaces, so we'll have 1,400 employees in yeah. there. Um, it's got a full kitchen and a conference center for uh, their uh, employees and to do events. Yeah, they feed them lunch and breakfast and lunch for free. Yeah, right. That's and awesome. then the, uh, they said that the chef will be making up to 3,000 meals out of that kitchen. And the admin building a day. A day. Per day. Oh, I have some friends that work there, and they, they are, uh, I'm always asking, what do you want to do with lunch today? Well, we get free lunch, so I'm staying here. So, okay. Mm-hmm. That's, that's awesome for us. Right. Yeah, he treats his employees really well, and uh, Fortune magazine lists the top 100 companies to work for in the country, and they've been on that list five or six years in a row. What else about the project? So, so they're they're really trying to create a campus-like atmosphere there. Yeah. Um, so there's a basketball courts and pickleball nice. courts. Uh, there's an area for a soccer field. <laughs> um, there's also, as we mentioned, the wellness center that we're constructing at the same time as well, um, which has a clinic for their employees to go to the doctor. And it also has nice. uh, exercise equipment and nice. yoga room, spin room, a little uh, juice bar and a yoga area and you don't have to leave there ever apparently right, right. that's impressive right, right. after hours before work whatever i guess it would be you can you know yep that's awesome um so the the wellness center is approximately forty thousand square feet and it's two-story okay um and then the hotel is the third building that we're building and it's four stories um it is a hundred and seventy thousand square feet mm-hmm. and it's got 169 beds in it nice um, it's got a kitchen and uh, like a little breakfast area and a bar. Movie theater. The movie theater. Movie theater. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So a lot, of, a lot of amenities for the doctors that they bring in from all over the world. Sure. Yeah, definitely uh, first class. Yeah. Big atrium in the center. It's got a huge skylight. I forget how many square feet that skylight is, but it's huge. And then and atrium will have plants and bushes inside there, so it'll be quite a view. And yeah. Each. The center rooms, you can look down over the atrium. Okay. It's pretty neat. Well, that basically a lot of natural light, and then the plants inside, it makes mm-hmm. it feel almost outside, or outdoors. Right. right. That's awesome. It's a state-of-the-art hotel, because he's 
bring in surgeons in from around the world who are used to staying at great hotels, and he wanted to impress them with a great hotel experience there, right? As part of his training and introducing surgeons to his devices and products that he has, and there's something unique the way that the rooms are set up with who stays in the rooms and how's that work, Doug? Uh, they're suites, so like the salesman from Arthrex from wherever in the world they're from, yeah. he'll stay on one side, and the doctor would stay on the other side, and then there's a, a room in the middle where they can co-mingle. Gotcha, okay. And it's yeah. got like a, a high-top table in there where they can sit and talk, and it's got monitors with it's all the time. It's Arthrex, Arthrex, Arthrex the whole time they're there. Yeah. There's, <clears throat> and, there's even a table in there where they can put some of their uh, prosthetic pieces up and demonstrate how they, how huh. they work. The TV remote controls just about everything. It can control the shade on the window, the temperature. You can unlock the door. Smart hotel room. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Now, didn't you guys, I know we tried our innovation lab and did some VR design to help them design this, but then we actually, did you guys build the entire replica of these rooms in a warehouse somewhere? Couple yeah. of times. Couple, couple of times. times. <laughs> this is Bonita. life size and every detail. Is every detail down to the furniture or how, how detailed does it? Everything. Make? Everything. Down to the furniture. Wow. And like Eric said, a couple times because after we got done the first time, walked through and everything they didn't like, we took out and redid to the other way that they liked it. And it's still sitting up there. Where is this? <laughs> Off of Old Bonita Beach Road. That's amazing. Bonita Beach. Warehouse. It was a way to help us save time, right, yeah. in the building so that if he's going to make any changes and because. It's hard to visualize things from, you know, 2D right. from plans, but yeah. we built the, the space that he could see if you needed to make something bigger or smaller or change the layout, do it there in those lockups. So now that when you're building a hotel, yeah. you can just quickly build it without having to be delayed with changes and yep. pausing to check it, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> we hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the plan. When are you going to be done? What's the schedule? Um, New Year's Eve this year. New Year's Eve. Big party For all the year. all the buildings, or are there for any wellness stages? Is or? October. Yeah, October twenty eighth for wellness center hotels, December nineteenth, and the office building parking garage is December thirty first. We need some fireworks on the New Year's Eve from there. Yeah, <laughs> celebrate with you guys and the team. And no, we don't want to burn it down. Bro. Yeah, okay, we'll do it. We'll do it a mile. We'll do it from here, and we'll be able to see it from there. there. Okay. <laughs> who did you guys mention the architect? Who's who designed it all? Leo Daly. Who did okay. TLC was the engineer. Okay. There's a lot of unique products uh, in this building. It's a very attractive building. I don't know if there's anything even like it, of course, in Naples or in Southwest Florida. Tell us, what's the outside skin of this building? Because it's this beautiful glass building. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know it's six stories tall, but it's 120 feet tall or something like that, which is much taller than a six-story building normally would be. What's, what's the outside, right. outside skin here? So the outside skin is precast concrete and curtain wall. Um, so Curtain uh, wall glass. That's yes. right. Yeah. Um, and then there's a couple of places that have architectural metal panels as a feature. Nice. Yep. Uh, the structure was a little bit complicated on that as well. So the parking garage is precast concrete and the office building portion, which is adjacent to it, is structural steel and cast-in-place concrete. And so you had, we had the challenge of these three different materials with three different kinds of tolerances and working with those. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a lot of instances, a lot of this stuff was being prefabricated off-site. So uh, that makes the dimensions even more critical. Right. Um, 
So a majority of the building, the, the office building, actually hangs off of the parking garage. So the parking garage had to be there first before we could attach to it. And then the top two floors actually go over the top of the parking garage and sit on top of it. Yeah, it is pretty unique. Yeah, it's it's cool. cool. The design. Then the plaza out back, cantilevers out over the lake. And it's got planters and places where you can sit out there. And it's got a pavilion. You have concerts and whatever you want to do out there. And <laughs> yeah, about everything. Yeah, a little bit of everything. Yeah. It ain't a square block building. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a unique shape for sure. How, how much glass is there? <clears throat> oh, it's a lot of glass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know. The square footage off yeah. the top of my head yeah. um, is quite a large yeah. glass contract. Yeah. The, the glass man told me there was almost 7,000 panels. Okay. 7,000 panels. Yeah. Some of the panels are... So not as many as windows in New York City. Yeah, not uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 7,000 is a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. And we had an existing canal that went 660 yeah. feet that we had to loop around the side of it, and then we burned the canal off, and... We built an arch span like a concrete covert that you could walk through, and then mm. put that back in, filled it up, and that's where the pickleball courts, basketball courts, mm. and the future soccer field, whatever, is underneath that. It's <laughs> kind of strange because it's been like four months since we did it, and you almost forget that it's <laughs> even underneath there. That's interesting. Yeah, it was it was pretty interesting. Yeah, you guys had this challenge because uh, he wanted this campus effect that like you were talking about because there's multiple buildings. And there was multiple pieces of property, individual, before you guys started, right? And there were some existing buildings and a roadway, and the buildings had to come down. You guys are eliminating the road, and, and, and it had a, a drainage ditch canal uh -huh. that was going through it. And you guys connected all that together to make one campus effect, and that required taking this drainage canal and going over the top of it, still having drainage flow through it, mm -hmm. and then building over the top of it. Right, so it gets more utilization of the land. Oh yes. For recreation. Yes, we we also constructed an underground water storage detention. That's right. <laughs> Storm capture as well. Yeah, I did see that. It's underneath the parking lot because yeah. there's no place for another retention pond on the property. Wow, pretty unique. It is. You don't do stuff like that every day. No. I know when Reggie. He came out first time. He came out. And he saw the arch span. That's he didn't care about the building. He just wanted to know about the arch span. <laughs> Now, with all these buildings, and it's a you know it's a two-year project, uh, it must take a, a lot of team members to do this because it's certainly not just the two of you, right? And you guys are awesome. You're incredible. <laughs> but I'm sure you have some help, right? <laughs> Absolutely. What, what type of a team from Daniel's Diamond do you have supporting you guys? So we have 28 uh, full-time D'Angelo's Diamond employees on site uh, currently. Um, this is actually the, the peak right now, right. I would say. Um, so that's varied over time, obviously, depending on the uh, activities that we have going on site. Uh, and, what, and what type of team are you have? Like assistant supers, assistant PMs, PEs, building, you have interns, things Each like that? Each project has a superintendent, and then he has assistants. And we have, we've had interns on and off yeah. um, throughout the whole project, really. As a matter of fact, one of the interns just came to work for us, Blake, that we were talking yeah. about when he graduated. And... Whatever it's field engineers, whatever it is, the hotel's broken up by floors, yeah. and then the admin building. We've taken the superintendent on a couple floors because as it goes up, the fifth and sixth or the sixth floor is pretty small, but there's not much to them because they're all demountable partitions from the third floor up. It's almost a shell space, and then Arthrex has a company that comes in and puts in these demountable partitions that they can move around. Okay, so the, that's getting ready to start. They deliver. Wednesday or Thursday of this week, so that's getting ready to start. 
going pretty hard, real nice. soon. Yeah. And you have how many workers do you have on a day? We peaked there? around five hundred. I'm not sure. I think we're around four hundred right now. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot of people and a lot of cars to park. Yeah. 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 I'm full-time safety director on the project, yeah. and that works out really pretty good. It's nice having him there. Yeah, yeah. Shachan, Shachan. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. do, do you guys, I know it's a lot of people, can you shout out the names of the people that you have that are working on your teams, the, on the project management <laughs> superintendent side? <laughs> that, that. Man, putting me on the spot. <laughs> Let's see, I'll give it a go here. Uh, Sean Dyer, Robert Beter, Nathan Boswick, Michael Stupas, Mark Bernard, Mackie Myers, Jesse Dawson, Doug Young, um, DJ Belser, Daddy Murray, Dave Wilkerson, Colby Paul, Kobe Davis, Blake Holloway, um, Trisha Mehiwini, uh, Anthony Special, Ted Wolf, Cody Price, Hayden Richardson, Jesse Johnson, Joel Burlingame, Manny Ramirez, Zach Whiting, uh, Paul Schmid, Mark Palafis, Gus Lindquist, and Everett Allington. That's awesome. Great job, Eric. You have some high-performing team members for sure. Now, there's a lot of new technology in the project, and we discussed the hotel with its devices that allow you to manage and control the experience in the hotel rooms through the TV remote. Now in the admin building, there's a large event space for conferences and presentations where there is some significant high-tech mega multimedia devices. Eric, tell us more about it. There is a, a, a modular stage, if you will, um, with a podium, and then it also has um, five scaffold partitions. So these are like operable partitions, but they don't move side to side, they move up and down. So it divides that whole just a conference center space up into five different small rooms if need be. And that's pretty high. How high is it? Yeah, so the bottom of that deck is around 40 feet. Wow. Yeah, and that one ceiling is 25, and I think the other one's 18, if I'm not mistaken, because yeah. it steps down yep. towards the back. Yeah. Wow. You have like a big jumbotron or, or screen that they can present So on. there's two um, sections of screen on either side that flanks the stage and... 144. Yeah, there's 144 screens that are side wow. by side. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's quite a bit. Um, yeah. You know, there's lighting truss, lighting controls in there, obviously speaker, AV equipment yeah. um, for all the presentations. And the boardroom's on the second floor, and it has, well, it's not the boardroom, because Ryan Hall walked a couple months ago, and he said, why is this called the boardroom? I am the board, so now it's the executive <laughs> meeting. <laughs> nice. It has a monitor, if you will, that comes up through the floor. Wow, that's yeah, cool. It's pretty nice and clean when it hides away, and then when you need it, it pops up. Mm -hmm. And the views are phenomenal, right? I mean, you, you can see the up, Gulf yeah. of Mexico from the top floors. Different six, yeah. Yeah. So he wants his office at the southeast corner because he wants to see out over the pickleball and basketball and see his people because he wants his yeah. people to go outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, he has bicycles for him and stuff. He wants to see them getting out, yeah. getting some fresh air. That's awesome. So yeah. we kind of thought he would take the northwest corner, but <laughs> he's taking the southeast corner. Yeah. Well, see the people wellness, wellness is a focus for yeah, the company. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's very, very important. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah.
Eric, the, from Dennis Diamond, the innovation technologies that you're using to manage a job this size. Arthrex is one of the first ones we use Procore. I know you, we were looking at Procore. You introduced us to it a few years back. Mm-hmm. We researched it as the best project management tool out there. How's, how do you like working with Procore? And tell us a little bit about uh, the technology Procore, how that helps you manage a job like this. Yeah, it's great. Um, it's Honestly, it's light years ahead of yeah. <laughs> what we were doing not too long ago. Yeah. Um, there's still some things that we're working through, honestly, um, just to make sure that we're you know using it to its full capacity, um, just as far as customizing reports and, and things that it's capable of doing. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah, it's been great. Um, you know, you can access the budget more easily. Yeah. Um, just have more real time information. Um, at, the, at your fingertips um, yeah. and we've been working on customizing reports for the guys out in the field uh, such as manpower and uh, punch lists and just ways to manage those processes. And Eric, it's not only for Dangerous Diamond team members but Procore also allows all stakeholders, the design professionals, architects, engineers, uh, sub-trade partners to collaborate uh, in real time to process RFIs and submittals and change requests. Um, faster and more efficiently than we ever have before, uh, right? That's right. Yeah, it's a great tool. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, you guys, you guys have some people out there from our team that are, you know, always enjoying being beta testers on new stuff, like Colby and Gus and them. There, right? Yeah, let me test something new on it. Let's see what we can see. What we can do and right. push the limits, which is good. That's just what we want, you know. And I see email chains between you and uh, our account reps up there, and um, that's good. You guys are using that to its full potential for sure, like you mentioned. So, yep. well, you guys are. You know, certainly some of the high performers we have in our company. And when we when we started this year, we had this theme called Peak Performance Unleashed. And it's more than a theme. It was, it was a challenge. It was a way we wanted to do all of our projects this year. We've been very successful. We think we build buildings better than most people most of the time. But we're not perfect. We don't always get it right. And we do probably around 40 to 50 projects a year. And last year, we had one of our best years ever, highest in revenue, highest in profits, all our jobs were finished on time, but about, and all of them finished on budget for the client's budget, but we were about 90% on budget with our internal budgets, right? And so this year we said, well, let's reach our peak performance. And we define peak performance as this, is the four outcomes that every client wants on their project. And that's one, to finish on time schedule. Two, to finish you know, on budget. Three, to finish with high quality. You know, the, you know, the standards of the design and quality of the, the pro- end product. And then for a safe project where everyone is safe and goes home safely. And so we wanted to set those as goals for every one of our projects to achieve those four outcomes. To, there was a fifth quality and outcome that we wanted, and that was the experience that everyone had that we think makes Deanna's Diamond unique. That we're going to do those four things that everyone else tries to do. We're going to do those well. But the fifth one, we wanted everyone to enjoy the experience, the client to enjoy it, our design partners to enjoy it, our subcontractors, every employee or team member that worked on the project to enjoy the experience and the communities we work in. That was how we define peak performance. And, and one of the ways that you, you accomplish that is by having high-performing team members. What can you tell our listeners, some other superintendents or PMs might be listening is, you know, how can they be a high performer? How can they ch- achieve their peak performance? Uh, I think fear of failure is a big motivator. Yeah. <laughs> if, you're, if, you, if you have your heart into the project, you're going to fear not making just what you said, Dave. Yeah. There's some people in the world that don't have that fear. Yeah. 
and I think we go through some of them every now and then. If we had a couple out on our project that, just, yeah. that don't have that, and that's kind of been my motto since I started. You know, I wanted everybody wants to do good. Everybody wants to have a good reputation. Everybody wants to make the money. Yeah. yeah. So that fear of failure is a motivator for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's a healthy it's paranoia true. we call it. And yeah. It drives you when you yeah. know that you could fail to study your plans more, yeah. to work harder, to make sure you know everything you need to know to do your project. It's a Spend driver more time plan. out there in the field yeah. watching the people. Just having eyes on people makes them do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that subs make them do what they want to do. Yeah. yeah. When we were down in Grand Cayman, <clears throat> our partner down there said, I'll do every concrete pour. Well, I ended up doing most almost all the concrete pours, <laughs> and I stood there and watched them the whole time. We had pretty good concrete. Went, we had an early morning on Saturday, and at lunchtime he came in and he said, I'll take over, go home. I'm like, yeah, I'll go home. When I came back in Monday, it was the worst concrete. Oh, no. He went back to the office, and I was like, no, oh, you can't man. do that. <laughs> yeah. It so, means a lot. That's good. That's awesome. I like that. I like that a lot. It's a good driver. Eric, what about you? What's, what, what do you attribute your success to, or what can you share with some younger PMs to help them be successful? Yeah, so, I mean, as it relates to the initiatives that we're – you know, rolling out this year, unleashing your peak performance. I mean, to me, unleashing is the acknowledgement that something's holding you back and trying to figure out what those things are, those constraints are that are holding you back and working to eliminate those, remove them, and just attack them with everything you got. Yeah. Um, just make sure that the guys out in the field have their material so they can build a building. Um, they have all the answers and they have every tool in their toolbox that they can build a building to the best of their ability. Awesome. That's great. Like that. Yeah. Master your craft. Be the yeah. best that, that, that you can be at doing what you do. Yep. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, no, yeah, we appreciate this, guys. It's um, It's been really interesting to hear about your project, to hear about you personally, um, see how creative you can get with window counting. Uh, <laughs> but thank you, thank you for coming on today, and um, maybe we'll do this again soon on the next project you guys are heading to after uh, the new year. So appreciate it. Thanks, right, guys. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Hey everyone, Dave Diamond, co-founder here at Dangerous Diamond. We're growing, and I'd love to have you join our team. Here at Dangerous Diamond, we know it's really our people that make us a great company, and we're on a mission and have some innovative, complex projects to build, relationships to develop, and positive impacts to have in people's lives as we get to do what we love. To achieve our mission, we're building diverse, inclusive, high-performing teams with people who share the same values and cultures that we care about, and have a passion to join us in our mission. We intentionally created a culture to attract the best talent and to do our best work. It's a culture that embraces diversity, innovation, creativity, collaboration, influential leadership, and inspiration. We work hard, and then we have fun. In recruiting new team members, we value integrity, passion, humility, and respect in bright, talented, high-performing people. You'll work alongside the best in your field, people who inspire you to do better and who have a desire to help mentor you to get there. So come join us in our journey and make a difference in people's lives doing what you love. To apply, you can find opportunities on our career page at DeAngelisDiamond.com. Thanks and God bless.